Welcome back to the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. I'm Carl Brown. The truth is, everybody suffers, so how can I pray for you? My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or you can share consolation with others. Today, Today's episode is going to be about prayers after communion and suffering. This was prompted by the series of episodes I did about the Eucharist, but it's about the prayers after communion. This episode is sponsored by Our Lady of Kibeho. Kibeho, Rwanda was the site of the most recent major church-approved apparition of Our Blessed Mother. She warned us of the Rwandan genocide of 1994, and she reintroduced the Seven Sars Rosary. Mary gave this warning more than 10 years before the genocide, which she confirmed by predicting the death and resurrection of three visionaries in Rwanda. And the warning she gave the people of Rwanda, she specifically said it was not just for Rwanda, but a warning for the whole world. So what will you do now? Will you pray the rosary every day as she asked? Or will you one day regret not having done enough? to prevent what she warned us about. The first seven episodes of this podcast are full recitations of the Seven Stars Rosary. There's seven of them, each with different sets of reflections and uh, intentions. Okay, let's pray before we start this episode. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Lord, help me to say only what you want me to say make me forget what you don't want me to say. Amen. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we were talking today about the prayers after communion. There are four prayers that I want to say after communion every, every time I go to communion. Spoiler alert, sometimes I don't. That's just there's no excuse for it really the four prayers are the anima christi which begins soul of christ sanctify me the second is the sushipe which begins lord jesus take all my freedom my memory my understanding i believe that one is written by saint ignatius of loyola i think the author of the anima Christi is unknown. The third prayer is the prayer before the crucifix. And the fourth prayer is a prayer for generosity. Also, the prayer, the author of these two prayers is unknown. The prayer for generosity starts out with, Lord, teach me to be generous. Okay. The reason I want to talk about these four prayers as prayers after communion is because of their relationship to suffering. For the benefit of you who are listening, who may maybe don't know those prayers, I'm going to just recite the prayers for you right now. The Anima Christi, Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. Good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. 
Separated from you, let me never be. From the enemy, defend me. At the hour of my death, call me. Into your presence, lead me, that with all your saints I may ever be, praising you for all eternity. Amen. The Sushipe prayer is much shorter. Lord Jesus, take all my freedom, my memory, my understanding, and my will. All that I have and cherish you have given me. I surrender it all to be guided by your will. Your grace and love are wealth enough for me. Give me these, Lord Jesus, and I ask for nothing more. Amen. The prayer before the crucifix. Good and gentle Jesus, I kneel before you. I see and ponder your five wounds. My eyes behold what David prophesied about you. They have pierced my hands and feet. They have numbered all my bones. Engrave on me this image of yourself. Fulfill the yearnings of my heart. Give me faith, hope, and love, repentance for my sins, and a firm purpose of amendment. Amen. Prayer for generosity. Lord, teach me to be generous. Teach me to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labor and not to seek reward, save that of knowing I do your most holy will. Amen. The reason I wanted to read those to you is just to, to share the greater context of what I'm going to go into here specifically. And that is related to the topic of suffering. The, the name of this podcast, the name of the website, and the name of the conference that we do is Everybody Suffers. It's taken from the first reader of my book, who was the Amazon delivery guy who brought the first copy to me. And he read the book and he said this as a summary. Wow, everybody suffers, don't they? Everybody suffers. And so what do these four prayers have to do with that? Because when I say everybody suffers, implied in that is that we don't want it to be that way. The reason we do a conference is to help people deal with suffering, the, for people to get past suffering, for people to work through suffering. I say in this podcast every day, my hope is that through this podcast I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or you can share consolation. The whole point is that suffering is something that we don't want. It's something we want to get rid of. It's something that we want to put behind us. And all of that's true. But it's also true that suffering can be redemptive. It's also true that through our own suffering, we can cooperate in the, redemption, the redemptive work of Christ. It's true that, as James and Peter both write in their epistles, love covers a multitude of sins. So that when we endure suffering, good can come from that. And if you are like me and you pray these four prayers after the Eucharist, I want to invite you to consider 
how they're connected to suffering. The first is the anima Christi, soul of Christ, sanctify me, body of Christ, save me. But further down, it says, within your wounds, hide me. And I suspect that if you're like me, you don't have any problem praying this prayer. But think about what that means, within your wounds, hide me. And what does that mean, especially if you are willingly a part of the body of Christ, which is the church? If you say, within your wounds, hide me, then doesn't that mean that you're going to be participating in the suffering of the church here on earth? By the way, that involves scandal. By the way, that involves corruption. By the way, that involves a lot of messy things. Within your wounds, hide me. Who would shrink from praying that prayer as a Christian? But who wants what that prayer is really asking for? In the next prayer, the sushi pay, Lord Jesus, Take all my freedom, my memory, my understanding, and my will. Do we really mean that? All that I have and cherish you have given me, I surrender it all to be guided by your will. When we pray that prayer, aren't we inviting suffering? Because one form of suffering is the loss of our dreams, the separation of the goods that we have received, the accomplishments that we've earned, the rewards that we have. If we're saying to Jesus, take all these good things in our life, doesn't that mean we're going to suffer? And isn't this prayer then in some way an invitation to let God oversee our suffering? The prayer before a crucifix, good and gentle Jesus, I kneel before you. I see and ponder your five wounds. Okay, let's just stop there for a second. I see and ponder your five wounds. Jesus, your hands were nailed to a cross. Your feet were nailed to a cross. That's the part that really gets me, because he couldn't even lift his own weight, <laughs> that'd be so painful. I don't know what would be more painful, trying to pull with your arms, but having your hands nailed to the cross, or, or having to push with your legs and having your feet nailed. I don't know which one's worse. But then, even when he's dead, he's not given peace. He's stabbed with a spear. Okay, this is my point. Why are you saying this, Carl? Good and gentle Jesus, I see and ponder your five wounds. Engrave on me this image of yourself. Isn't that an invitation to the stigmata at the least? Isn't that an invitation for Jesus to crucify us? I mean, I can say that and it sounds maybe even eloquent, but think about the reality of that. If you're saying to Jesus, Ooh, pick me, pick me, <laughs> come crucify me. Who does that? But instead, I'm just in, 
inviting you to think of this as a way to say, Lord, you have brought joy into my life, blessings into my life, but also pain. And I'm going to accept those sorrows. In the prayer for generosity, Lord, teach me to be generous, to serve you as you deserve. Oh yeah, I'm with you. To give and not to count the cost. What? <laughs> to fight and not to heed the wounds. What? To toil and not to seek for rest? Don't we at least get Sabbath rest? To labor and not to seek reward? Don't we want an eternal reward? Except that of knowing I do your most holy will. Okay, maybe that's some comfort, but teach me to give and not to count the cost. And that would include wounds and a lack of rest and no reward. Isn't this prayer for generosity a prayer of acceptance of suffering? Lord, teach me to be generous. Teach me to serve you as you deserve. Jesus died on the cross for us. So what does he deserve from us? Teach me to give and not to count the cost. What, what could we give if not our whole self? Because there's no, there is no cost to that. There's, there's, it's an, it's an, a value that's beyond counting. This is not an episode of immolation. This is not an episode to bring you down. This is not a bad news episode. The point of this episode is to invite you to a, a, a spiritual growth. First, if you don't pray these prayers after communion, I invite you to. They're great prayers. I always pray these four, well, I, I always make an effort. My intention is to pray these after communion. Sometimes I don't, but I have them in my wallet so that I can always have them ready. I pray these four prayers after I pray the prayer after communion by St. Thomas Aquinas, which is just an eloquent, beautiful prayer that reminds me of heaven. But these four prayers, the Anima Christi, the Sushipe, the prayer before a crucifix, and the prayer for generosity. They're just so powerful. Sushipe is spelled S-U-S-C-I-P-E. These four prayers are in the Brown Family Prayer Book that we have at our conferences. You can also get it on Amazon.com. But I'm not sharing this message with you in, in an effort to get you to buy the prayer book. If you don't say these prayers, I'm inviting you to say them after communion. If you say them already, I'm inviting you to, to go deeper in thinking about what they mean, especially as it relates to suffering, because they're all an invitation to participate in the suffering that Jesus has in mind for us. And if you already pray them and you already know the value of them, then I'm inviting you to share this podcast with other people. Share this message with other people. This year, 2024, is the year of the Eucharistic Congress in Indianapolis. So we should 
we should be thinking about the Eucharist more this year, even than just in ordinary years. And I hope that this episode of the EverybodySuffers.com podcast is a way to help you do that. Thank you for joining me in this podcast today. Who can you share this podcast with? I'm Carl Brown, and this is the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. After all, everybody suffers. So how can I pray for you? You can email me your prayer requests at carl at everybodysuffers.com. Either way, I'm going to pray for you if you listen to the podcast, if you come to our conferences, if if you've read the book, something you can count on. I'm going to pray for you every day. My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or you can share consolation with others. Our Lady of Kibeho, pray for us. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us. God bless you. Have a great day.